Welcome to another episode of Inside the Nest. We are at week two of fall camp here for football season. Jordan Griffith, Bryce Gobert, Brandon Sutton, Barkley Miller. Coming up, we have Markeith Montgomery and Danny Verpale joining Inside the Nest. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Jordan Griffith, Bryce Gobert, Brandon Sutton, Barkley Miller. Brandon, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I got the text back that I was waiting for. I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but I was very upset about that. Uh, glad, glad to see you here. How's it feel being back out here? Uh, it's a nice feeling. Just nice to be able to be back here around some, some good football, some nice Kennesaw State football owl action, guys. And sure, being on vacation was nice and all, but uh, <laughs> I, I have to say I love being back out here with you boys just as much. This feels like a vacation. Oh, yeah, 100%. Every time we're out here together. Exactly. You guys better stop lying. I mean, come, <laughs> on, come on now. Come on now. Now, it's great. It's always great being out here with you guys at practice and recording this podcast. But if I have the choice of this and sitting with my wife on a cruise, I mean, come on now. I don't think that's really uh, – it's not really competitive right there. Well, we had the balcony too, so it made it a oh, little man. bit better. So, hey, he went, all, he, he went all out for this. <laughs> all out, man. All out. Well, son, I asked Barkley last week being – back at camp for the first week, now in week two, but I'll ask you the same thing. What is it like as a player for you when you were playing? Coming to camp week one, a lot to learn, a lot to do, but what's really the overall vibe when you finally arrive to camp? Well, when, when you first get here, the, the number one thing you start feeling is is the clock around around playing because that's when really when the coaches start emphasizing this, the, the amount of time that you have left before not just the first game, but before things start getting real. And, and that's the, one of the biggest emphasis that, that you'll really start to feel your first day here. It's like we walk in day one and someplace to have the stop, uh, I mean, the countdown clock, or coaches are just saying, hey, we got to do this, this, this today because huh, we really don't have that many days left. So just that's one of the biggest things. And then also one of the things is like you start building that camaraderie with your teammates and who you're going to be going, into the, uh, going to war with this season. And it's just one of those things that as you all come together for the first – for some of these guys for the first time, but a lot of these guys just reunited together and just saying, hey, th this is our base team going into this season, and we all got to start figuring out what we got to do to make this thing come together. Now, guys, tell me if I'm wrong here, but maybe this is me being spoiled after such a great season last year, but I'm already tired of camp. I I'm already tired of watching this. I want to see the real thing. I cannot wait for September 1st. I mean, you get a little into camp. I mean, we're in week two right now once again. How, for players, how quickly do you get physically drained? I know this is Kennesaw State. You get drained quick. But how soon into camp do you just say, okay, let's just get to, to the regular season here? To be completely honest with you, you're dead sick and tired of it by the end of day two. Earlier I was wow. talking to Barkley. Like, I, I was saying day three, but really it's like the end of the second day because that's when you're like, oh, wow, I've gone through the full routine not just once but twice now, and everything's really starting to set in and just starting to physically exhaust you and just grind you down. No, that's exactly right. So you're sitting in the ice bath at the end of day two, and you're like, man, how many more days of this do I have? And that's how you know that it's starting to get to your body physically, but then mentally 
that grind, I think, starts whenever you show up on day three and your body's tired and you're in meetings just hammering in the base defense, the base offense, and then starting to break down a little bit of film for your first opponent. That's whenever you're sitting there and you're like, man, I really got to kind of reach down deep and toughen up and get ready for this upcoming season. Speaking of breaking down film, we have two people on the defensive side of the ball, and this question goes for all of you. A lot of new faces on defense. We've heard that throughout camp so far. How excited are we to see these new faces, and do you guys have any favorites who's going to stand out this year? I think it's still a little early to tell um, who's going to be the new faces. There's a couple positions that on the defensive side that, that are going to be hard to replace, and one that comes to mind specifically is Evan Thompson. Um, it's going to be interesting how that role is going to get filled. He didn't really have much of an impact at the start of the year. He didn't have an opportunity. But towards that backside of the end of the season last year, I mean, he was breaking – records it felt like every single week so it'll be interesting to see kind of at that linebacker position how it's all going to work out I think that's a really good one Bryce uh I have one and you know typically I would go defense but I think this offense is really going to miss that and Kyle Glover and Preston Daniels is going to yeah. have a big opportunity to step up and be that main carrier you know and kind of carry that offense because Brandon always said it if the b-back is rolling that's when that offense just opens wide up and yeah, yeah, I, I think really old uh, Bryce hit it right, hit the nail right on the head from the defense side of the ball. The linebacker position is going to be one of the key factors because we've we've been we've been really lucky with these linebackers that we've had come through Kennesaw. Talking about our Bryce Armstrongs and Evan Thompsons, but so, so that's one of these positions that's going to open up the season. Just who's going to be able to fill in that slot, and how are they going to be able to perform in in slew of just not just having shoes to fill, but also trying to make their own name and show up for themselves. From what you guys can tell, what is a defense coached by Coach Verpale? Well, what's his philosophies? How does he coach these guys up? And on game day, what does that team look like? So if I'm going to put it in one word, it's going to be, well, two words, heavy hitters. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. <laughs> Gummy bear. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, I was going to say uh, heavy hitters because that, that's what he wants out of these guys. He wants them to come out not just – too heavily focused on the game plan, but just focused on playing ball, reading what they see on the field, and just going with the flow, and just focusing in on doing their job at, at all times when they're out there. I think that's a really good you know, way to put it, Sud. I think another really good way to put it is aggressive. These guys love flying around to the football. They love moving up front. They run a lot of games on passing downs, which I love to see because as an offense, Brandon knows the offensive line, you're scared to death of those games coming on third and long because you don't know What's going to happen? They might rush you straight up. They might do a little tech stunt, you, you know, and that just kind of opens it up. Sending linebackers. He's not afraid to send a corner. He's not afraid to send a safety. And that is just so dangerous, and it's so hard to scheme up against because you never know what's coming. He'll send safety blitzes on first and ten and just with no regard, you know. So that's that's so exciting. That's what I think makes that four-two-five that Coach Verpale runs so exciting to watch as a defensive-minded football guy. Well, as we have Coach and Montgomery making their way over here, we will wrap it up for the intro. Coming up, we have Coach Danny Verpale and Markeith Montgomery on Inside the Nest. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. 
Together tastes better. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Coach Verpel, nice enough to join us here today. Coach, how's camp going so far? How's the defense feeling? Um, it's been going good. You know, we've had ups and downs. Um, getting through the the, the, the the rough days of it, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, but we got two more padded practices. Um, we got to get our guys playing harder. You know, we've had some days where we really stepped up. Then we got to uh, continue to just grow and do the little fundamentals. Um, but our guys have had the right mindset. That's That's been a positive thing. We just got to work collectively as a unit harder and focus on the fundamentals. But it's been going pretty good. You know, I don't, I don't know what day it is. I couldn't tell you that. <laughs> I just go by installs and, and what practice it is. So. Now, what exactly is that mindset? They've had the correct one. What is that mindset for you out there? Um, just uh, no matter what the situation is, to go attack it, focus on getting better and, and having an intentional detail, playing with great urgency and effort, and, you know, just focus on the things we ask them to focus on, you know. Not worrying about what period it is or I got pursued or I got this. It's, hey, we need to go get better. Here's the standard of Kennesaw State. No matter what we throw at them, they go attack it. So, Coach, you know, <coughs> looking forward to watching this defense play again this year. Last year it was so exciting. We talked about that a little bit with Mark Keith, what we thought this defense looks like. Last year, it was funny, before the season we asked you, what position group needed to step up the most? You said DBs. And at the end of the year at the banquet, we talked about how awesome it was to see that DB group grow and step up and become, you know, the force that they were at the end of the year. Going into this year, what position group do you think needs to step up the most at second week? Um, you know, just our linebacker group is so young. There's so many uh, questions out there of who's going to do what. We have some good players, but just seeing how it's going to pan out, you know. Now we have some more veteran DBs who actually know the system, know what's going on, and they're they're three steps ahead of everyone else, you yep. know. Yep. <laughs> Our D linemen, we got some veterans out there that have played a lot of football here at Kennesaw State. So just seeing the linebacker group just, just grasp it all, because it's been a lot. We've installed a lot more than we've ever had in the past. Nice. Um, typically year three in a system of doing the same stuff and same verbiage. But some of these guys are coming right from high school. Yes, sir. And it's like learning Spanish for these guys, right? <laughs> so uh, they're picking up. But it's interesting to see who's going to step up and who does what. Um, so th that'll be this next week, just getting some of those things filled up and just collectively as a unit playing playing to the standard of uh, Kennesaw State. Yeah. Mark Keith actually, you know, singled out a guy that he felt like has really stepped up and showed himself so far in this camp, Dylan Hand. Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, he's um, he keeps showing up big plays, you know, in one-minute drill get an interception, a physical hit, just in crucial situations. And, and when we need it, when our backs come so all, when we've had some adversity, Dylan Hand just pops up on a film. Big play, big hit, big play, consistently, being tough, um, no doubt about it. He's been one who's just more confident in what he's doing. Uh, he's not a freshman anymore. You could just see his whole persona and everything change. And I'm really pleased by Dylan. Um, and I just want to see him continue to grow and push those guys around him as well. Nice. Really excited to watch him play this year. One last one for me. Linebacker group, you talk about this is a young group. We don't know a lot about these guys, but one guy we did get to see last year and had some flashes of greatness, Garland Binyard. How has he looked so far in camp? Um, Garland's been good. You know, he, he's trying to take the next step. Uh, sometimes he was just running around with his head cut off last year, like most freshmen, you know. <laughs> but now he's bigger, he's faster, he's stronger. Uh, he knows more of the defense. He's cross-trained at some positions and just taking his coverage skills to the next level where he can do some of those coverage things and all the run game. Um He's been doing well this spring, you know, and put Montreal Jenkins has been behind him, pushing him too, and we got some freshman guys. But Garland's been doing well and just understanding the whole concept of what he's doing and how he's doing it. I've been pleased with him, and I'm, we're going to challenge him every day because we expect him to be great because he's got a lot of ability. 
And, and that's and we actually um, hit hit on that with a little bit with Mark Keith. He was just uh, telling us that um, just how he was coming into camp, just being able to see things from different perspectives, being able to know what's going on in the defense has been able to help him progress so much further this year. And I want to look towards just how are some of these older guys that are just right uh, that have been so well uh, brought up into this defense, been able to help some of these younger guys from the defensive uh, lines perspective, from the linebackers. Just how has it been able to cross along all the borders? Yeah, you know, guys like Mark Heath and older heads, you know, that have been around, they just know, hey, when they were younger, they didn't say much. Now they understand. They, they, they remember when they were those shoes as a freshman in camp and just trying to make it through and kind of taking that leadership role. And, and Marquis done a great job. He's lost weight. He's in shape. He's confident, right? And, and tell him, hey, th those linebackers are out there or some freshmen are out there. They've never played before. You quarterback it. You take control. You be the Tom Brady and tell those guys because they might not be as confident as you guys. And, and they understand because they – once you use the verbiage and you're around the same stuff, you know, you have more confidence in it and just helping those younger guys. And uh, I've been highly encouraging it. You go sit in Coach Safford's meetings and the DBs and the linebackers, the amount of questions and the intelligent questions that are being asked, and that was a focus on the summer, was our football IQ. You know, I think sometimes maybe my first year, first, second year here and first year coordinator, it's just, hey, line up, what do I do? What's my job? Understand the why of things, the whole big picture, you know, one-minute situational football. Who's doing what? Why are we doing these things? Um, our football IQ, I think, has grown tremendously. And this group I'm, I'm really pleased with. Like our freshmen, we have some smart, high football IQ. You know, it's just taking them a little bit to – it's like learning a new language. Yeah. But football's football, guys. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, no doubt. Uh, I got one more question about one single guy. Um, guy that transferred in from Vandy, Mike Mincy. How has he so far embraced the culture that we have here at Kennesaw State? Me and Brandon talked about it. Well, no, not me and Brandon. I got asked about it on the last podcast that he wasn't on, kind of how it was for guys that transferred in and how it's like a culture shock, right? Because nobody else does it like this. And there's a reason that we're successful because we do. So how has he uh, kind of embraced that so far? Well, I remember his first week here in the summer, he's like, we, we never ran like this at Vanderbilt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he could barely make it through the runs. We just like, we told you. Uh -huh. And recruiting him, we told him this. Um, but his mindset and attitude has been great. Nice. He's adjusted to how much we run and what we do running-wise, right? And then when we strap it up and go full and everyone live, now he, he, he's heavy and he's thick, and he's an in-the-box linebacker, and he'll hit you. Now he's just got to work on just grabbing and ripping those things. But, but his mindset, his attitude has been great. Nice. But it's been an adjustment now. He's, oh, hey, yeah. It's no, a little no, bit no, different no day, man. It, it ain't <laughs> tagging off. or it, it, it's, it's go get after it. But how he's handled it, he, he's pretty mature. For his age, he is, he will be a redshirt freshman, mm -hmm. but he has been at college before and seen it. So mm -hmm. um, he's played in some games at some big stadiums, so he's seen that. But he said it's a little bit different. Yes, sir. I think all of them transfers say that when they get here. Amen. <laughs> they definitely do. We don't care who you are, where you come from, if you got stars or not. Everyone gets treated equally, and we have a standard. So, mm -hmm. But he's bought in, and he's done well, and he's continuing to grow and get better. Yes, sir. No, that's good to hear. Coach, why defense? Going back to your playing days, this is a side of the ball that may, may not get as much credit as it deserves. What made you choose defense? Well, I was a quarterback in high school, and it was fun because you got all the glory, right? Touchdowns <laughs> exactly. and everything. Um, defense, I think, is a mentality. You know, it, it's who you are. It's kind of blue collar. It is uh, – if you look at football now, when, hey, all these head coaches, they want to hire the night quarterback coach, mm -hmm. and the, uh, the Kingsbury, Kiffin, these guys, right? Hell, the defense guys, I don't, to me it's a mentality. And then I went to college, I played safety on defense. and I, I love defense. I think football is football, but, but it's a mentality of who you are. It, it's back against the wall. It's togetherness. It's a, I tell them, I say, these tempo offenses, they go fast. They can mess up a play and whatever. 
defense, if one guy messes up, so DB goes the wrong way, or the D lineman goes the wrong way, you can get gashed, right? So we, we got to hold each other accountable. But uh, I think I like the mentality, if, if you want to know it. You know, defensive guys are sometimes a little bit off at point, right? No doubt. <laughs> Why is that? All right. Are you going to go run into people full you speed? you got to be. <laughs> you have to be. It, you don't – nobody a little something. Tell me a good Mike linebacker uh, that's that just completely, hello, how are you? <laughs> They're all a little bit off. Got, right? got a little edge on them. You, you, got, you, you have to. You, you have nobody, to have a little edge, right? Yes, yeah, so. nobody chooses to be defense. You're born to be a defensive guy. Um, so, really, the question for me whenever I, I hear people ask guys, why not defense? I mean, it's always more fun being the bad guy. There's a reason <laughs> the defense always wears black. It's it's the place we're the, to we're be. We're the villains. You know? We are. Hey. Just think about it. You want to be the pretty guy that dresses up? I'd rather just wear whatever and, and go out. And, you know, <laughs> we're in a mosh pit together. No you know, doubt. That's defense mentality. Well, I think that's a great note to end on, Coach. We appreciate you joining the podcast today. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you all. Thank you. At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five-thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a fifth-third better. Learn more at 53.com. Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to Inside the Nest, Markeith Montgomery. Nice enough to join the podcast. How's camp going so far for you? I see you got the pebbles, you got the the turf already on you. Obviously, this is a Kennesaw State practice. Oh yeah, you know it's uh, it's tough, uh, obviously, but you know it's it's worth the it's worth the grind. Uh, you know, just getting back in the groove of things and. Uh, getting these young guys up ready to go so it's good it's good now with every camp there's obviously a learning curve every year you mature every two, every year you're able to learn more about the defense what's been the learning curve so far in two weeks uh just just uh being consistent and, and knowing everybody else's job around me not just my position but just knowing what the guys in front are doing too so just uh get my iq higher and just knowing uh what everybody else is doing on the field as well man second week of camp right How's that body feeling right now? <laughs> Not too good. Not yeah, too good. yeah, naturally, naturally. I know it's a grind. I know you guys got a little bit left, but, you know, you just got to stay strong through it. I know you've been really focusing on that recovery and kind of getting in the ice bath, making sure that body's ready. But just from a standout position, who do you think has stepped up and impressed you the most through the two weeks of camp on the defense side of the ball? Um, has to be uh, the, the guy uh, uh, to the left of me, uh, Dylan Hand, bandit safety. He's uh, really stepped up a lot. Uh, he's growing. He's uh, he knows the playbook and he's he's starting to make a lot of plays. So Dylan Hand probably be the one that stands out to me the most. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I know you know you've kind of been a jack of all trades. Whenever you were coming in, highly touted recruit here at Kennesaw State, played a role running back in high school, played DB in high school, and you started off your career here as a corner and now have moved to safety. Yes, sir. What position do you like playing the most? Um, really, uh, I would say free safety. Just been playing safety. Yeah. That's what I played in high school. It's just natural to me. I can uh, do do a lot of things instead of just cover one guy. I can come down and uh, be in the run fit as well, and I can also cover guys too. So yeah, lay that boomstick a little bit. Um, <laughs> right about that. Yeah, no, no doubt, man, no doubt. So looking forward a little bit to Sanford. How excited are you to play in that game, and what does it mean to you? Uh, I'm really excited. You know, just uh, kicking it off on Thursday night as well, and just uh, playing Sanford. You know, uh, last time we was out there, y'all know how that went. So mm -hmm. we just gotta. You know what I'm saying? Go go ahead and do what we got to do and just prepare how we're preparing now. So, yeah, I'm absolutely. excited. You're going to get a lot of action, too, with that air raid oh, offense. Oh, yeah, a lot of throwing. Yeah, for sure. A lot absolutely, of throwing. Man. A lot of throwing. Go ahead, Sut. 
All right, so uh, let, let's take it back a little bit. So l- luckily, I, I got to be here when you first got in, got to Kennesaw, yeah, coming yeah, into yeah. your first camp. So, so now we're, we're turning the tables a little bit. How, how does it feel coming into this camp, being like towards where like where we were, like being the upper class and being in the leader position, not just not just trying to learn what you got to do, but having to know what's going on beside you, going on up in front. Just how does that feel coming into that that new role? Um, it, it feels good uh, just knowing I have a lot of guys, uh, really all the guys uh, on defense and offense. You know, they, they look up to me. You know, and just being on defense, I have young guys uh, coming up to me asking me. Uh, what to do here, what to do there. So it, it just feels great just knowing that I'm a leader. And I've tried to work on being vocal as well because I, I usually lead by example. But now I got to be vocal and just show them guys that, that it's okay to mess up. And, and just if you mess up, just go 100, 100 miles an hour. So that's one of my biggest things this year. Yeah, and, and being vocal will take you guys a long way this season, man. That's that's one thing we always harped on, especially back when we were still playing. But just, just going into this season, going into this Sanford game, first thing starting up, how, how are you guys looking to, uh, looking forward to it? What, what are you guys trying to focus on going into that game mostly? Um, really, uh, right now in camp, we're just focusing on us, really just, um, you know, just uh, eat, effort, attitude, and toughness, you know, just running to the ball, uh, emphasizing tackling, uh, 11 hats to the ball, and just, and just doing your job and just trusting your brother to the left and right of you, and then all the other stuff will come along. So Sanford, you know, that, like you said, they're air raid, so – <laughs> that speaks for itself. So, hey, you know, it so it is what it is. And when, when that time comes, uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> okay. And uh, my last question is, uh, so coming in from your freshman season, coming into camp, coming in this year, what, what's one big – what's the biggest thing you've changed preparation-wise? Um, I changed a lot of things. But one big thing I probably say changed was, like, really my mindset. You know, coming in as a young guy, uh, like he said, I was highly recruited. Uh, y'all guys, y'all had uh, – you know, wanted me to play corner, and, and I had to guard Sumter. Just, you know, my mindset, <laughs> my mindset changed a lot. Uh, you know, just learning from y'all and just coming in, uh, get moved to safety. So really, just my mindset and how I attack things. You know, I feel like um, just preparing as well too, just my whole body and stuff. So that works out. Arcade, who are you off the field? You wash the pellets off. You wash the grass, the sweat after practice. I know you're probably exhausted after that, but whether it be in or out of the season, what do you like to do off the field? Well, recently, uh, I just really I got um, I got reaffirmed into baptism, so you know I gave my life away to Christ. Uh, so that was a, a big thing that happened to me this year. And then, just outside of that, I like to to fish. Um, I like to just chill with my family. Um, that's really all I do. That's that's Mark Keith, really, just chilling and fishing and just hanging around. Any good at fishing? What was that? Any good at fishing? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I love fishing. Okay. I love fishing. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of guys on this team that say they're all, they're pretty good at fishing. And I, I love I love cornhole too, so I can I can do uh, some good cornhole. Yeah. Okay, where do you rank on the team then? Probably number one. Oh, number one. Number one. Any, <laughs> any other competition? <laughs> uh, nah, not really. Oh, not really. Wow. We got no other claims here, Wow. Wow. JG, all these guys have said they're good at fishing. You've been trying to go with them all, right? Well, not not these make it sound weird, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you want to catch a fish, so man? So I've. I have. I've been catching fish, but just on my own time, and, and no one's really around to witness it, so no one's going to believe me. <laughs> so but no evidence. I went with Nathan Robertson, and I didn't catch oh, anything. Nate. So He's, he's yeah, just he's never been on a boat. Oh. oh yeah, I've never been on a boat. Oh, man. Never been on a boat. You got to yeah, You got to try it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was just saying, and playing ball. You know, that's, that's awesome. Mark Keith Montgomery goes to church. Fishes, plays cornhole, and plays ball. Congratulations on uh, getting baptized, man. That's, yes, sir. that's I appreciate awesome. You. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a faith is a big part of my life. Yeah, always for sure. Has been, for so. sure. That's going to be awesome, man. Your walk with Christ is going to be big, and, you know, playing for him on the field always helps out too. Yes, sir, always.
Yes, sir. And whenever you want this smoke in this cornhole, just let me know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not ready, bro. Well, we're <laughs> we're, we're going to have to have a, a Montgomery versus L Network crew uh, cornhole match. Let's All of it. us versus Montgomery. I mean, that, that seems like the let's only fair. It. I mean, if, yeah, you, I mean, if, if you're he, so good, I feel, it feels like the only Stand out, number one, just draining them. Exactly. We'll appreciate you joining inside the man. We'll see you out there. Thank you. Good luck this year. Appreciate you. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Uh, in full disclosure, the Verpale interview will come first on this podcast, but we just got done talking with him. And one of my favorite interviews so far we've done, not only this year, but in, in years past. That's just a defensive guy. He's fun to talk Incredible. to, man. Incredible. He's a football guy. Genuine. Yeah, That's genuine. Part of my authentic. take, football guy, he's a football guy. He's a football guy. If I can give you one word, electric. Electric. <laughs> It's the electric factory over here, man. Gummy bear. Just lightning and thunderbolts, <laughs> Look, boys. That, that needs to be like our battle cry this year. It's just the, we're the electric factory over electric, here. It was Al Raid last year. It's the electric factory this year. Well, still no Nolan, but we do have a semi-full crew, all four of us here on the headset. So we're going to do factor fiction. We're going to start it up this week. and We'll figure out later down the road how exactly we're going to equate points to Nolan because we, we can't punish him for being on leave. We're going to have to punished. do something. Yeah, but – it's yeah, just, it's just not though. quite the same. Oh, okay. I would <laughs> like for it I think it, it comes yeah. with the name. It just comes because with the name. he's kind of our boss doesn't mean <laughs> that we need to give him points. I would just like for it to be known. I am against this free point giving system we are trying to initiate. <laughs> Brandon would like everybody to start four points behind. Well, I, <laughs> I concur 1,000%. <laughs> we'll just we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, fellas. I'm, okay. I'm okay with that. I will okay leapfrog said bridge. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad we're taking the mature route there, Seth. <laughs> there is no mature route when it comes to winning. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Do you want fact would or you fiction, ra- no, or would you rather first? Would you rather always comes first, and okay. then we'll go to fact or fiction. So learning. So. We, gotta sa- we saved the best for last okay. here on Inside the Nest. You wouldn't know you didn't listen last year. Rookie. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. First, would you rather? Would you rather go the rest of your life without junk food or without TV? Hmm. Junk food. I'd be more healthy. Yeah, yeah that means, would, like, no and, more and, and cookout, TV, McDonald's. Oh, I mean, so well, I'm, I'm I was going to say, that. what classifies as junk food? Because yeah, there's some stuff. Like fast food and stuff. I could go the rest of my life without fast food, junk food, whatever. Now, I assume TV is, like, YouTube, just, like, everything. classic yeah. entertainment. Like, yeah. that would be tough, man. I'd, no I'd, sports. That would also mean you'd have to watch it, sports live. Like, yeah. you'd have to go to the exactly. events. Like, there's no a lot way. of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I love attending Kennesaw State football games, but. Have you ever tried to attend a Falcons game on a Sunday? Oh, my goodness. It is a headache. It is a monster (laughs) I thought it's a ghost town. Oh, that's only on Thursday night games against the Patriots when we got those tickets (laughs) for 20 bucks. That was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was so bad. I, uh, yeah, I'm also going to go with junk food because although I would miss it, think, okay, well, I'm I'm being healthier. It's for the better. And TV, you know, sports is is really all I watch anyway, that and Yellowstone. So So it's basically be a couch potato or have a six-pack. Bye bye junk food. You are that's really. a that's a. 
<laughs> that's a great way to put it. I'll, I'll definitely go with uh, with junk food. I, I think I got to follow y'all with this one. I think TV. I I, I got to go without junk food. I mean, it would make you know if you're ever driving down the road and be like, wow, I'm really hungry. It'd make you know having make to the wait cravings like the midnight cravings. Exactly. Make those hard to go to sleep. Exactly. But other than that. So, but I mean, I don't I think mean, I mean. No, you got to keep a carrot by your bed. Is that a fact? It's Bugs, Bugs Bunny rules. Fact or fiction, you, you keep, keep a carrot by your head. <laughs> Brandon just sits up in the middle like. <laughs> this is better than junk food. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I, I will say, though, before it slips from my mind, I think I have a solution for the fact or fiction and Nolan later. Okay, how's that? We could get Goss to step in and be celebrity for him and answer the fact or fictions. We could. That's that's a good idea, right? That, yes. Yeah. We could. He he's could here. All phone, he's here. Phone in. I mean, yeah. he, he's giving us no reaction right now. It's just a. Well, he's he, he's completely ignoring us. He is a stoic. Human he is being. very stoic. He, he yeah. does. He, he heard us. He just wants us to think he's too busy. <laughs> yeah. He's busy. <laughs> he's saying he doesn't hear us. Okay, moving on to factor fiction. So right, we, I, we'll I, start that next I, week. I, I will say. Good idea, I got though. two more. I got uh, two more. What? Oh. It's interesting. Two more. The first one relates. The next one relates to the first one. What's something that Jordan said? You're fumbling the questions I'm here. Not fumbling. <laughs> two more would you rather? Or two more fact or fiction? Two more would you rather? Okay, okay. Yeah. You get three? Yeah. It's a special. Goodness gracious. All right. Would you rather, kind of like what you said earlier, watch the big game at home or live at the stadium? Well, we've already established I don't want to go to the stadium. Live fumbles. at the stadium. I'm, I disagree with that. Live at the stadium all day. What sport? Yeah. There is. There are some sports that I would much rather. It's your, say, say it's your favorite team of any sport. Ooh. I would rather watch – I'm a Chiefs fan. I would much rather watch the Chiefs at home than in the stadium. And you I love, be there I when love they're Arrowhead. the drum? I love Arrowhead, but, man, the broadcasts for NFL games are so pristine that I think it's a better experience. Now, soccer, I only will attend in person. Let, let's, 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 let's make a spin on this. Okay. Okay, you can only watch at home on a non-4K TV. No, no, it's not. It's not, it's not like I do that every week, so. Yeah, no, that, that's not. Uh, no, that's not what's in I, question. See, I, I disagree with both of you guys because I'm telling you, in person, that there's a reason that that has held up through time. That is the experience. It's like going the Romans going to watch the, uh, you know, the the uh, yes. gladiators fight in the Coliseum. I mean, it, it is the if pristine to, way to view a game. If I had to pick overall, I would say in person. Yes. The amount of times you're watching a game on TV and you'd be like, darn, I wish I was there. Yes. The amount of moments that you have, I, I 100% I'd I've never you. been at a game and been like, man, I wish I watched this on TV. Exactly. Uh, I have. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I, I have gotten I beg to differ. In, in bad experiences before, so I will disagree with that. I've I will say, with you. I will say, yes, I'll, overall, to answer the question, I would rather go only in person if I had the choice. I got peer pressure into it, but I agree. Oh, no, you switched your answer? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe that. All right, last would you rather. Would you rather have your flight delayed eight hours or lose all your luggage or have them lose all your luggage? Oh, oh no, flight delayed. They don't always find it. Yes. They like, don't always find it. People think that, that that they just end up stumbling upon it. No, it, it gets lost, and sometimes you'd never find yeah, it Yeah, they, they end so. up, like, selling it off in, like, these massive sales where you can buy, like, random luggage. And, and Fun fact, I have one of those web addresses if you ever want exactly. to go to it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> And say you get to where you're supposed to be, then you don't have any of your stuff. So then you're like, you're not enjoying your vacation. So I'd, I'd be rather. So upset. Well, yeah. Fun, fun little backstory. Uh, the cruise I just went on. One of the ladies' bags, they put it. Uh, they went and gave it to one of the. Uh, what are they? I don't know. One of the people at the at the dock to, that takes your bags. Yep. But there were two ships there, both for Carnival. Oh, they got it on the oh wrong ship. no! It went on the wrong. It went on the wrong ship, and we didn't see that ship for three days. Oh no! 
See, I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather, rather my flight be delayed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, flight delayed for my sure. My flight could be canceled as long as I get my luggage back. I'd be okay. Yes, no, I agree. Because that is your Unless stuff. Unless we were in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, that's different. We got we got offered a scenario like this, but I'm not yeah. going to get into this. I'm not dwelling okay. on the past. I'm not crying over spilled milk. So you're on the same same page as us. Concur. Okay. Definitely flight delayed. All right, here yep. we go. All right, all right. Now, now what matters? Now the to the fact real, to the real or thing. fiction. This better be good. <coughs> the 1994 <laughs> World Series never happened. Fact or fiction? See, uh, here's the thing. That's not how this works. Yeah, you know, you have to give two so you equal give two statements. statements. Okay, see, yeah, I, I wasn't prepared for this. He never listened to the podcast. I never listened to the podcast. Like, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, Hold up. I'll no, give it. No, yeah, no, no. As the last year's victor. Here's the thing. No, Since he was last year's victor. I was last year's champion. That's that's also not true. That's not. That's, that's, it was that's, definitely that's me. That's fiction. No. Nope. We'll roll the tape back. Fact or fiction? All right, no. Here's the thing, don't don't look up into it. We'll go with this one. This is a practice for next week. Okay, we okay. get Nolan and we okay. get the full thing. Okay, okay. I will go with because it's just a crazy statement that is probably fact. Yeah, I mean that it's true. I think it's like it'd be a weird thing to make up if it weren't. Well, no, I mean it's like known to most. What was the year one more time? Fact. The 1994 World Series never happened. When was the oh, NFL that lockout? Was the lockout. Ah, yeah, that was the lockout. Exactly. Yeah, ninety-four. Yeah, it's fact. Yeah. But that was that. that was just bad. That was, well, that was, that was just bad. Bryce. Whenever I was looking it up, really. Well, yeah. I hate to do this to the fans, but anticlimactic ending to. Yeah, that, that one's on me. I, I take responsibility. I'll, I thought, you know what? Fumbles is living up to his name. <laughs> yeah, you, we'll explain you, you off that one. air how this okay. how factor fiction works. And next week, I'll come back stronger. We'll rendezvous and we will regroup next week here on Inside the Nest. Appreciate you guys being here. George Griffith, Bryce Gobert, Brandon Sutton, Barkley Miller. We will see you next week. And as always, go Owls. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo.